Work and life harmony. It's not only about work-life balance. I think that's what everybody thinks when I mention that. It's part of it, but it's also about harmony within yourself, harmony in your career, and doing the things that you love. And then it's also about creating harmony in the workplace between coworkers and leaders and leaders being able to create harmony. And ultimately, it's about creating harmony that goes out into the world. All right, so I am super excited to have Angelia Stone join us today for the kickoff of Work and Life Harmony podcast for 2022. The topic and theme for the first quarter of the new year is Get Back Up Again. Angelia says that she is a mom first. She's an entrepreneur, publisher, president, and chief executive officer of Hope Magazine. She is also the author of Yes Sisters, and she has a powerful network of Yes Sisters. Thank you. I'm so happy to see you. Happy New Year to you. And thank you so much for having me on this amazing show. Yeah. And I'm so glad that we connected. You know, Angelia was the sponsor of uh, Hope um, podcast that I did, really web series, um, what, at the onset of the the pandemic. And that was exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Collaboration. We were just starting. We didn't know what was up, but we knew we wanted to, to give hope to mm-hmm. people and then recently you reached out to me and said that you wanted to feature uh, work and life harmony in your newsletter so i'd love to have you share really just talk about this whole concept of get back up again i know that's something that you're familiar with yes you yeah. know um so i just want us to keep it real today and just talk about your vision and dream of this lifestyle magazine hope for women and just tell us a little bit about the journey that you've had and then as Mm -hmm. i mentioned to you lorena who is part of the great resignation she quit her job as a teacher went on a year-long sabbatical around the world and now she's back working but she really wants to focus on her yoga business and i Mm -hmm. want you to listen to a clip and then share some wisdom for her as an entrepreneur angelia tell us how did hope magazine even start for you where'd you get that idea wow it started oh in 2000 it's hard to believe it was 2005 kim i started and it wasn't even a magazine. It was just a news, it, not to say it was just, it was a newsletter to go to 20, well, no, 50 to 100 women. At that time, it was to go to faith-based women. I wanted to target faith, faith-based um, women just to kind of have a conversation and to really talk about the real, like real issues that women faced. And um, I didn't know that was my journey to really start to empower and encourage women to live their dream. And um, it was during the time, um, which is, is so ironic is that I was in a depressed state. I was sad. I was miserable. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I know I was I wasn't happy in you know my marriage and just you know it was just a lot going on. I was depressed, as I say that, 
And I needed to connect with other women um, to figure out how do I advance and how do I heal and how do I move forward? So um, what was originally a newsletter was really a vehicle for me to get my healing and to really to grow and to evolve into who I am today. Wow. And you know, when we say that, we often talk about when we tell stories or we hear people's stories, I should say Mm -hmm. the beginning, you know, like I was depressed and I was going through something and then I started a magazine and it grew to be, you know, what, 10 years later, I think you're celebrating 17, about almost seven. Yes. This year, 17 years. That's right. It was 15 when I was part of the project. So 17 years, what we don't often hear and I know you're comfortable with is that messy middle. So how do you go from being depressed and going through all that? And we can only imagine because a lot of us have been through that to saying, I think that I will put one foot in front of the other and get back up again, like actually do something, even if it was just a newsletter at that time, like does an idea spark you? Are you in the middle of praying? Are you snotting? Are you like, Lord, please? Like, how do you go from there to, you know, from one space to the other? It was so important to be able to, allow myself grace to fall. And once you, once I figured out it was okay for me to fall, but as long as I kept getting back up um, and trying again, I knew it was going to be okay. I knew and I learned that it wasn't, it, it was, it was going to be a journey. I just, you know, because there were so many factors, Kim, that I had to figure out mm-hmm. and not keeping up with the Joneses and not mm-hmm. trying to keep up with all the big magazines and all the big brands and everything. And it was something so profound. I don't, I can't even remember her name. I know she was mm-hmm. from the great state of Texas, but she said something to me early on and it really resonated with me. It was just, it was great, powerful. She told me, because, you know, I was concerned about the masses because, you know, we were always about a numbers game and, you know, going into this business, you know, that's all you hear is a numbers game. You know, you're in media. It's a numbers game. It's this, this, this. And she told me, she said, focus on your true audience. There's an audience for you. There's a group of women that you have never even tapped into and just hone in on them and just if it's five or 10 women speak to those women, like you're talking to a million. And it's like, I, I took a hold of that early on Mm -hmm. and just said, you know, this is, this is where I am. And this is how I'll continue to build and to grow. Yeah. Yeah, That had me take that deep breath. It's like, it took the pressure off of you. Like, yeah, it did. It did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, I have so much to ask you, because even though we've talked before, we didn't just sit and talk about right. this. We, ne- we, we still need yeah. to have our talk talk. We never just had our We talk. still have had the talk talk talk. We'll still have that. Um, but what I'm fascinated by, okay, so you had a thought, do a newsletter, and, and let me just get to the, the good part, what I really think is so amazing. It's because it has been, it brings tears to my eyes, that it, you've had that consistency for 17 years. You know, it's, you could have easily, I'm sure, given up along oh, the way. I wanted to. I wanted to <laughs> several times. <laughs> yeah. How did? What keeps you going? Then I want you to tell, of course, the listeners, you know, and our viewers, 
what your magazine's about and really help get them to understand it. But what I want to know is how do you go from, like you said, sad, you know, depressed, start a newsletter. Now it is something that comes out, I think, quarterly in print. Yes, yes it does. And then you have um, a biweekly newsletter that you use, you know, as a vehicle to keep it alive. And you have a community of, now yes. you're calling it the Hope Hive, like the yes. Yes. Beehive. And yeah. so, but how do you keep it consistent for 17 years? Like, how do you not give up? Well, you know, I think one of the things that I learned early on is that the first question I had, or I asked myself, or asked God, as I often mm -hmm. say, when I started it, the magazine or the newsletter of like, it was during the time when, you know, when Rick, Pastor Rick Warren was doing the Purpose Driven Life yes. and everyone was asking themselves, what was their purpose? You know, the, everybody mm -hmm. wanted to, to have that in-depthness about who they are, what were they designed for? And I also had been introduced to another book by um, Bruce Wilkins, The Dream Giver. Yes. No and it was problem. those two books that I asked the question, I'm like, what am I here for? I, what am I on earth for? Am I here just to go to work at my university job, go to church, teach Sunday school, be over the choir and just go about my daily and regular routine? But what actually was I designed for? Mm -hmm. And I learned that was what I learned is what my, when I learned early on what my purpose was, my purpose was here to inspire women to hope and to encourage women that may have been on the same journey as me and they needed a sisterhood. They needed support. Uh, and that was what I was here for. Cause that's who I was. That's hope. Everything. What I just explained is everything about me. And one of the things that I realized early on was it was never about me. It was, but it was about the women. It was about me doing my purpose. So once I realized that I had to put Angie out the way, mm. then that's when, so, so when hardship came, when a frustration, when I just wanted to cry, when I just didn't, when I didn't turn on my computer, when I didn't want to answer the phone and I did not answer the phone, yeah. I had to constantly remind myself, it's not about you. It's not about you. It's about, there's a whole group of women that you have not having, you haven't even introduced them to hope. It's about them. Yeah. That is, uh, and then just give us sort of an example of, you know, we're talking about um, falling and getting back up. And I want to share with you the quote by Nelson Mandela. It's so funny, the, my theme for this um, podcast came from Alexa. Although oh, I call it Echo because my daughter's name is Alexis. So I had to rename my Echo oh, wow. <laughs> mine back to Echo. But mm -hmm. I was trying to figure out like, what am I going to do? How do I, how do I want to say, I knew what I wanted to say in my heart. You know, this is a publisher. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know exactly what I wanted to communicate. And then Alexa Echo came on and said, you can ask me to give you inspiration of the day. And I was like, okay, Alexa, you know, what's the inspiration? And she said, Nelson Mandela's quote, do not judge me by my successes, judge me by how many times I fell down and got back up again. Mm -hmm. And I thought that says it all because, you know, I used to get upset 
uh, Angelio, and my friends used to call me resilient. I was sort of offended by it. I'm thinking like, what choice did I have? I'm not, this is not some, you know, superhuman ability that I have. What choice do I have? Am I going to lay on the ground like roadkill on the side of the road or am I going to get back up? So I was taking for granted a muscle that I had that some others didn't have. And then I started to appreciate it. And I realized that this seedling of resilience, I've been able to take throughout my work and my personal life and keep getting back up. So my claim to fame is really getting back up again, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and I identify with you in that way. And you often say, and then you wrote a book about it, that part of your falling down and getting back up was to lean on others and really be honest with when you couldn't, what you needed others to help you with. Can you tell us right. a little bit about that? Wow. I think that was everything. I know I'm getting deep today. I didn't. That I didn't deep, and that's okay. Yeah. I, I I like this. That was everything. It was a lot. Um, when I and that was so the part of this getting up again. I had to learn how to get up. <laughs> mm. I didn't even know where to start, Kim. Yeah. Um, I hadn't. When I tell you. I had nothing and I, I, I have no mm. shame. I move beyond the vulnerable, being this vulnerable, I can be vulnerable and just be yeah. able to say candidly. I, li I literally had nothing. I didn't have no money. Yeah. Only thing I had was this ideal. Mm. And I was just, I was this broken person and mm. I had to learn how to get up. Mm. And I didn't even know what that looked like, you know? Wow. Um, I had to figure out where to get money. You know, I couldn't pay people. I couldn't even pay myself. Mm -hmm. I just didn't even know how, you know, I was even going to get things printed. Um, we were just, you know, I was just scraping from like my, my mom giving me money, my um, things that we did, even in my, 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 my previous marriage, what we had to do to borrow money gets our home in the, in the equity and all that good stuff just to print uh, and not just to borrow the money because you was our, I was already scraping but then I was so excited to publish two issues yes I'm on the newsstand I got like 10,000 copies out there and you know the whole bragging rights oh I'm in the bookstores I'm in the Barnes and over the borders and the books a million and all those places hmm. only for the newsstand distribute distributor to hmm. file bankruptcy and i didn't see one cent yeah, yeah. of the money of any of the books that in any of the magazines on the newsstands for two issues yeah. so it's just like i didn't have no money yeah. i had to figure out you're talking about how your girlfriend say you're resilient, you know, then you have people to, oh, but you could do this. And you, no, I don't want to do this any longer, you know? Um, you had to yeah. be hope. Yes, what I think is so interesting is whenever we start off on a purpose-driven path that we know in our heart it's God-ordained, we think it's like, okay, you're going to do Hope, a magazine called Hope, not realizing that you're going to go through several years of really being and learning what hope really means first so that you mm -hmm. can do it. We think, oh, great, I got this. No, you're about to go on a journey. You're about to go on the 40 years 
of wilderness to the promised land. And then you will inspire hope. Exactly. Exactly. Because mind you, throughout, still all through this process, I'm still trying to figure out who I am. I was still healing, um, still learning how to become an entrepreneur, businesswoman, CEO, you know, magazine extraordinaire. I didn't know what that's, I didn't know what that was. Tell you know? us about the women that started to like help lift you up. Oh, wow. I started. Your yes, sisters. Because she's also I... the author of a book, Yes, Sisters. Yes. And you talk so eloquently about the fact that your yes, sisters, when you could finally admit where you were, yeah. they came to your rescue. Tell us a little bit right. about that. I wanted to learn, you know, how I can build generational wealth. I, I wanted to learn how to have financial success. And I wanted to be in those, um, the, a lot of my girlfriends, you know, I think such as yourself, they were, they were, they came from the corporate, corporate world. And I'm just like, wow, I don't, I don't know very many people, black women or individuals like that. So I was able to, these were some of the women that I was able to connect with. These were some of the women that, um, early on when I didn't, I had never been to a beach, never seen the ocean, never mm -hmm. seen the Gulf and never had the chance to walk in sand. That was just always a, a dream. But these are the women, you know, get, we're gonna get on the plane, get here. We're going to go to the beach and hang out at the beach and, you know, do all that. And they didn't judge me. They said, girl, we go, we're going to, we're going to, you know, you're going to, you're going to grow. Um, several, you know, one of my girlfriends, I often think about her name was Sonia. And we went to a real nice, exquisite hotel. And, you know, of course, we just went to this, the basic hotels in my little community. And, mm -hmm. you know, I pull up and get out the car and just go on in. And then she's like, girl, you know, you got to, she tap me. I'm going to say, sis, you guys, you got to, you got to give the valet some money. <laughs> so these were some wow. of these amazing women telling me all the statement pieces that I needed um, just to be, you know, you need a, a nice black dress, a black heel, a nice bag and a nice mm. piece of jewelry, you know, just a lot of things that I just didn't know. They just, they just coached me into wow. to love me and to help me be, to become who I am, you know? And wow. what little did I know, Kim, is that there was really... Uh, pouring all this confidence because they seen all this greatness in me, but I, I didn't see it, you know, and often we have it. It's there. We just need people around us to help cultivate it. You know, I want to share with you a clip from mm -hmm. um, the lady that I'm coaching that came from, she was on the podcast, she had quit her job and I just couldn't let her go. You know how I am, I latch yes, on like I you. <laughs> and I was like, I gotta help you. I'll share with you a clip from our session and then have <laughs> you give her some wisdom based on uh, your experience. Cause I know she's an um, aspiring entrepreneur. She's been doing it for a while, but really wants it to like be sustainable. Yeah, how are you? Hi, hi, Lorena. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I can't complain. So let's let's oh. do this. Let's start where we are really just both our our mindset for the new year. We'll talk about that. Okay. And then we'll get into the homework assignment okay. for coaching, and then yeah. we will continue on with the process. Okay. So. Me, you know, it's like 
all these events that go on in our world right now, our cultural trauma, as they call it, that we are mm-hmm. all enduring, regardless of if it's COVID, fear of COVID, right. you're a victim of the uh, politicizing or civil unrest, or you're witnessing it, all those things mm-hmm. change us. The team that I was talking to just before, you know, early this, um, this, well, this afternoon, I announced this to them and they were like, oh, they were taking notes through the session. Mm-hmm. It was like kind of a beginning of the year kickoff thing. Right. And they were taking notes. But when I said this, they all got their pens out and they all started writing. So mm-hmm. I said, my motto and message for my clients this year is different than I've ever had in my life, I want to say. Okay. And it is slow and steady wins the race. Okay. And that is because I am woke up too exhausted to like do what I normally do. Normally I feet on the ground. No, normally I'm a quarter before now. I'm ready with my goals. Got them going. Right. I already did it. I'm in my bikini. I'm like, what y'all talking about? Y'all talking about losing weight. I'm already in my bikini. Look at the line in my belly. Uh, <laughs> what are we doing next? You know, whatever it is, I'm right. going to start doing it. Yeah. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to beat the odds, you know. Right. And I'm like, just personally, I can't do that right now because right. of everything I've been through, going through in the middle of how yeah. some ever the real deal is slow and steady wins the race anyway, because that's right. why only 8% of New Year's resolutions actually make it to the end of the year because we mm-hmm. do this sprint. wild and yeah, crazy sprint. sprint. Mm-hmm. And then like that silly rabbit, we're laying out on the side of the road resting mm-hmm. at the wrong time. Right. Yeah, true. So my, where I am at this moment is slow and steady wins the race. And I can only give away to my clients what I have in me. Right, right. So, and it made me think of you because you said, the one thing I don't want, Coach Kim, is you running around telling me to do a whole bunch of things and I'm throwing them all up in the air and I'm doing them all at the same time. So I feel free to say this message to you. Yes. you like, whoo, thank God. <laughs> yes, I, and that's one of the things that came to me, like, stop. And I know this from meditation and yoga, but stop being so pressed for the outcome and enjoy the process. You know, I don't know exactly where I'm going to end up, but I know what my skill set is and I know it's transferable to whatever I want to do because that's what I care about. So I'm going to stop pressing myself to like know what country I'm going to next. And do I want to stay in teaching and, you know, all this head on fire stuff, like enough of that. Just keep maintain the skills, trust that God is going to lead you in the right direction. And I'm so like such a knucklehead that I have to stop myself and say that again at 54. Like, Mm -hmm. but what choice do we have? Because like, I'm tired of being anxious, you know, and holidays are weird for me because I miss all my elders that have passed. And, you know, I get in these really down times and, Mm -hmm. and then I was sick you know, and mm-hmm. Mina and her honey were here. And I'm just like, these happy asses, mm-hmm. they young, they seem real life, you know, like, I just don't want to be a hater. Like, <laughs> you don't want to be bitter. Right, right, yeah. right. But we have to have permission to actually admit that we are tired. And look, this message may not be for everyone. If you ain't, yeah. then just keep on stepping. Be like the, ra- the rabbit. I wish you luck at the end. But exactly. as you zoom on by, I'm not going to be envious. I'm going to be like that little tour that's going, mm, right. yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. I yeah. got this. Exactly. You know, I'm going to get exactly. there. And it, the, the research shows us that in all actuality, we should prepare anyway, not just sprint. Right. 
we need to prepare just like if we're preparing for a 5k you don't just run out and do a 5k i never right. will forget one time we were doing a, a team uh 5k at a company when i was working and living in new york mm -hmm. and we announced to everyone that we were going to do a 5k you could walk or run and we tried to explain everything that we needed to do some people didn't prep I mean, you know what I'm saying? And it was like, what, what, what are you doing? Like, exactly. It's like, you actually had to prepare for this. You can't just get out there and do it. And one of the things that I hear you say often, this is for us to get clear, is like at that one point, you almost bought somebody's package. Remember, you almost bought that expensive package because she mm -hmm. was like, here's the 10 steps to do to get your business mm -hmm. off the ground. And so I wonder when me and you started coaching, were you understanding that what I would be doing is peering into your soul more and helping <laughs> to make sure that everything is aligned up? Like, I don't have the nine steps for you to get your business launched. That's not, I'm right, not a marketing yeah. person like that. But what right. I do have is the seven steps for you to stop whatever has had you to this point not have your business up and right. running the way that you want and now get it going. Mm -hmm. I want to be clear on what I do and what I am. I mean, now I'm a role model for a business similar to yours. Right. That I'm that I spent many a years putting together. Mm -hmm. I do coach businesses to get themselves together. Right. But I'm not the one with the nine cookie cutter steps for you to like. Right. Like this is, I'm not ready for that because I don't really know what I want. You know, I know that I want to be self-sufficient and I know that I want to be compensated for the service I give to the community I end up in. But I don't know what that looks like yet. This isn't as much about what's my retirement plan as it is who am I right now to create a retirement plan. Like I'm tired of I'm tired of myself. I'm tired of myself trying so freaking hard for what i also understand that until i deal with this that's why it keeps yeah. coming back up so you cut your locks yeah that's a big deal right it is mm -hmm. what did that mean for you um i felt like um it would help me to kind of break the things that are locked on the inside like i needed a visual to remind me i'm free I don't know if it was on the interview or if it was our, you know, first pre-session. He said, I want to be the same loyal, have the same level of loyalty that I do to as a, you know, when I have a job yeah. with my own company. So look back to move forward. That is the first step. It's about hope. I want you to look back and this will be your homework assignment as well. We're going to start to look back. Think about it like whenever you do strategic planning. I think I told you that last time mm -hmm. you do strategic planning. The first thing you do is you do a history of what's worked. You know what I mean? In the past. Right. Okay. And then I also want you to be looking at what failed because you said something very interesting. You said, I don't want to fail in front of everybody. But my concept is I love John Maxwell's failing forward. Okay. If you fail forward, then hey. And right, it's really exactly. about learning. And I told you that I believe that we're, it's all a big experiment and you're learning what worked and what didn't. Yeah. So, what would sure. be the time frame that you're going to look back to move forward? Uh, maybe, I guess maybe the last five years, I think it started shaping more into a business versus just okay. a way for me to do passion projects in the community. Um, it got to a place where I didn't have to work for exposure. Like people mm -hmm. were calling me like, 
oh, do you think you'll be able to do a yoga pop up here? You know, and even though I wasn't in it for the money, it was nice that I was starting to get people mm-hmm. to understand this is what I do on the side. The other thing that you do when you do this sort of historical review, in addition to learning what your successes and what you learn from succeeding and failing, also is really looking at, that's why I said it's about hope. Look at what was left behind. Look at like, gosh, I started this and I didn't finish it, or I really wanted to do this and I didn't do it. It could be per- personal or, mm-hmm. cause you know, it's all harmony, it's all work and yeah. life. Yeah. And you might say, gosh, I didn't do this. I wish I would have did that. And sometimes it gets to be even kind of sad at that moment. And then the reason why we go through this though, Lorena, is really to see now when I look at all these things left behind, mm-hmm. are there any of them that I'm going for with ferociousness that I'm just going to do? Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Right. Exactly. Sometimes it hurts to hope, like to really get your hopes up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I want, so you're going to reach back and just say, no, nah, uh-uh, if it is something. What I just want you to do is detox. Mm-hmm. That's what the idea will be. So the next time we meet, we can move forward. We're looking back to move okay. forward. So yeah, you got to see a little bit behind the scenes of a coaching session with me. And I know that you heard probably a lot of you in her, right? I'm trying to figure out who I am, yet she's had this business going for many years. Wow. She's got followers and everything. And but it's exhausting her, you know, she's efforting and she's listening to so much different advice and people telling her to get on Instagram, do reels. And she didn't even know who she is yet exactly and who she's talking to. So I think you heard a lot of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we're just starting on the process of her looking back over her business and moving forward just to be patient in this process. But as you heard all of that, what came to mind, what wisdom can you offer her having been there, done that, and, you know, can still identify. Um, I actually have a, like a page of notes that I was just like, <laughs> right, like, right, right. Thank you. <laughs> I've seen everything. I, at first, I like when you, you, how you open it up, Kim, and you talk to her about being slow and steady. Mm. And, um, and when you talk to her about, it's okay about failing and falling forward. It's just, you know, I think again, as you know, as you share, she has to cut so much of the noise Uh of everybody in her ear. I think that was some of my issues early on. It's, you know, you think that you have to get everyone's advice and not to say that there isn't some great people who are knowledgeable, but what what has to happen, you have to start streamlining things. A lot of the advice, Kim, I was getting from people, they haven't even did anything, (laughs) you know? About that, yeah. They haven't even they a lot of them have they don't know what it's like just to really give your all and all mm. everything for your for your vision and for your brand or what you know what your, your dream and I think it's important for her one of the things I definitely think is very important for her to do is to to tell herself brag on herself every day mm. every week every month and, and, and share all her victories, you know? I think that's very important. She needs to, like they said, shake your own bush. She needs to pat herself on the back and tell herself every day, girl, you did this. Girl, you accomplished this. You added this, you added a new client. You did this. And, and after each month, 
and then through your coaching that after that in that year mm-hmm. she has to she has to have this whole self notes that she has to show and read to herself of all the amazing things that she accomplished i think so many times we're so busy trying to make it and and please people and and this not enjoying the slow and steady in the moment but to really savor everything and just be proud of what you've accomplished, you know? And just, I mean, the little bitty things, you know? Mm-hmm. Just if, even if you get in, you have new business cards or you got a new website, you did a little tweak to your website, everything. That is beautiful. Yeah. One of the things that I had still, I still had to learn was, really had came to a crossroad to figure out, okay, what is it that you really want to do? You, I wanted to really hone in on the hope, who the hope woman really was. I needed to go through a whole position in uh, messaging. I needed a rebrand and I had to figure it out. I had to figure out who my audience was. What a lot of people don't know is my mom, she often talks about it. But I was surviving off of like $150, $250, no more than $500 in ad money. But I had to learn. I had to learn my worth and my value. And then I I was able to be comfortable with setting and establishing prices. Mm -hmm. And then to go from people telling you in the midst of COVID, oh, ain't nobody going to be doing no ads. Ain't nobody going to work no deals and everything landed all these fortune 500 companies that year like the ambassador of kwan and um <laughs> in my favorite movie with jerry Maguire, you're the ambassador of hope if you will and it hurts to hope sometimes it hurts and now you're not even just talking to lorena you're talking to you know all of us wow you definitely have to you have to be okay with every season that you're in, you know, that, that high season, that low season, that season in between, um, is basically having a peace and a comfort in knowing just who you really are. You know, you can't be afraid. And that's one of the things when, you know, as you were sharing, even with your client, Sometimes we're afraid. We don't want to fail. We don't want to let things go. Mm-hmm. But if, you know, if I decided tomorrow and say, okay, I'm, I've done everything I could with hope. Mm-hmm. I can tell you today, I'm okay with that. I can literally walk away and, and be at peace with that, you know? And I think that's what we need to become is just being okay and always believe, believe, believe that you're going to keep, that you're going to remain on that high, you know, and who's to say that just because your, your business or, you know, the magazine is, is not going any longer or your yoga company, but you still be, that could still be a high, you know, girl, you're saying what my mother said to me as she was transitioning. Yeah. She became this 
spiritual angel which was the opposite of my mom because she was very pessimistic through her life mm -hmm. and that's why i believe so much that she's an angel and she went to heaven nobody can tell me differently because when she was transitioning i used to read the bible to her and mm -hmm. then I forgot it one day and I came in and she was like, I don't need you to read the Bible to me. Uh, the scriptures are written in my heart. I'm like, what, what do you say? And she started quoting scripture that I never, I know she didn't even know as a human, you know, right. but she right. looked at me one day because she was nervous to leave me because I was going through what you went through at the time. I didn't have mm -hmm. a whole lot. I had lost everything. I was starting mm -hmm. over. Mm -hmm. She said, I mm -hmm. went and I talked to Jesus mm -hmm. and he told me to tell you that everything is going to be all right. Yep. And in the end, everything is going to be all right, is what I hear you saying, no matter what. No matter As she what. transitioned, everything's going to be all right because she went to a whole new state, new place, new. Now she's an angel. Mm -hmm. And that's what I hear you saying, that what you've learned from your scuffed up knees, Angelia, of falling down so many times is that everything's going to be all right. You put the Band-Aid on it. You put the clean it up. And that scar becomes a pretty little mark. You know? It does. <laughs> Thank you, Angelia, so much. Thank you.